This week's episode of the Getting to Know podcast is brought to you by Black History Month. Today and every day, we honor and celebrate our Black employees. Hey, everybody, it's Mike Rickon. Thanks for joining another edition of today's Getting to Know podcast. Today, I'm joined by Marcom leader extraordinaire Shobhita Sharma, coming to us from just north of at least my country's border. Shobhita, thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much, Mike, and thanks for the opportunity. So I think you're officially, what, the senior manager of Marcom in the industrials business. What does that actually mean you do every day? That's a great question. First and foremost, I get to work with the best team there ever was and there ever will be. I work with a wonderful group of professionals who are helping customers within the industrial sector to make their customers happier and to help their customers succeed. What this means in my role is that I work on various aspects of marketing communications, including our websites, our uh, literature, social media, everything that we use to communicate and talk to our customers and ultimately their customers. How do we understand their pain points and how do we get them the right solutions that they need at the right time? How long have you been doing all of those things in some version of our industrials business? It will be three years since I joined SCAPA in March, actually. So it's been a great ride over the past three years, and I'm looking forward to many more years. That's great. Talk to me about how you got to this point. Like, what were your early interests that led you to this? How did you go about getting the educational background? And then as you launched into your early career, walk me through that journey. So my background actually is in journalism. I have a master's degree in journalism from Western University here in London, Ontario. And when I graduated, there weren't any journalism jobs. So I had the choice of sitting at home and waiting for the right job to come my way or use the skills that I had developed. And I love telling stories, Mike. And when I got into marketing communications, it was just another way of connecting with people, of telling stories, but for a different strategic purpose. What would you say attracted you most to manufacturing? I think it's because it is a complex process. And to be able to distill what we do into a finished product that gets, to, that gets into people's hands and to be able to tell that story is really fascinating to me. And also, we're really lucky within industrials that we have six different brands, three of which uh, have either undergone a rebrand, refresh, or a relaunch in the past year. So it's been an absolutely amazing experience. It's been a phenomenal learning curve for me as well because some people only get to do a brand refresh once in their careers. We've had the challenge uh, of doing three in one year, and I think it's because of the team that we have that we've been we've been successful at that. That's great. Is is there anything even remotely close to a normal business day for you based on uh, the things you've described? I, I tend to think maybe not. Uh, no, every day is different, and honestly, that's. That's what's so fascinating about this role. I think the constant things uh, that, again, that help me stay focused are the fact that the entire team is working in the same direction towards the same goal 
of being able to support our customers, of being able to do our very best as a group, as a company, ultimately to make that positive impact, whether it's on the industry, on the market, uh, on our customer or their customers. Did you grow up in this area? I've been living in Canada for the past 20 years, but I grew up in New Delhi in India. And my family moved here to London, Ontario 20 years ago this year. Wow. Now, what does the family consist of? Is that your mom and dad and you or their siblings that came along? Mm -hmm. So we're, uh, we're pretty tight-knit family. It's uh, my mom and dad and uh, my sister who lives in Toronto. I have a three-year-old Havanese who is will be very upset if I don't include him in the family. His name is Drogon, and uh, he's very much a part of the family. Yeah, that's great. So how far are you physically? You're in London, Ontario, right? Your sister's in Toronto. How far apart is that? To people who are not familiar with the area, it's about a two and a half hour drive. We're Canadians. I think I've, I've, I've been told this, that we talk about distance in terms of time. But I don't know if that's true, but I certainly do. I always tell, oh, I'm only a couple of hours away from my sister. Uh, but that would mean about 200 kilometers. So if you go back to the early days, whether it's in New Delhi, whether it's in some parts of Canada, like what did you think you were going to be when you grew up someday? Did you think you were going to be a Marcom leader in manufacturing? I have always been somebody who liked being around people. I liked, like I said, telling stories. So I knew I wanted to do something in a field where I'd be, I'd have the opportunity to do that. And uh, as I was finishing high school, I got more interested in journalism. And that's what I chose to do when uh, I, I decided to go to school for, for my master's program. We lean toward a more technical product line, true? Mm -hmm. How does that impact your ability to kind of tell stories or the challenge associated with telling the stories and connecting? That's a really good question. To be fair, like, I, I don't have a science background. My background is in liberal arts and journalism. But what that did prime me for was to ask questions. So to be able to translate uh, our very technical information into the care about of our customers is what the challenge is for this role. And so if I can pull out the benefits, the way our products or our solutions or our R&D services, for example, can help our customers solve their problems, like can we make them more efficient? Can we make their products more effective? Can we make their processes faster, leaner, better? That's the story I get to tell and that's the challenge that I get to tackle every single day. If there was a magic wand that we handed to you and there was one thing you could improve upon the experience associated with working here at Madiv, how, how would you use that wand? Maybe I'd reduce the distance between London and Alpharetta <laughs> so I could be closer to our team. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. More like the two-hour drive right? that you Canadians <laughs> refer to. Do you spend a lot of time in Alpharetta and or on the road in general? Not a lot of time, but I, I love coming into the office, interacting with our teams one-on-one. Uh, -on -one. Obviously, we also have our plant in Renfrew, Ontario here, which is about seven hours from six and a half hours from where I am. And I love going in there and meeting the teams. I think it's just so different when you meet 
and collaborate in person. And uh, for me, I find that uh, refreshing because mostly uh, I'm working from home. But when I have the opportunity to be with our customers or at a trade show, for example, I really enjoy that too because just meeting people, just understanding what their needs are on a on a first person basis is just so helpful when you're designing those assets and you're working uh, on what the website should look like, what messages should we be sharing with our customers. When you hear those directly from them, it makes a huge impact on the product that you, uh, the communications product that you produce. So it's very valuable. When you're not spending time connecting customers to products, to employees, to designs, uh, what do you do for fun? Lots of things. I'm a firm believer in giving back, Mike. So uh, currently I serve on two boards here in London, Ontario. Uh, one of them is a hospital foundation board. And the other organization is an organization that uh, helps newcomers to London connect with potential employers. So uh, other than the two boards that I serve on, I uh, also like playing sports in the summer i i play on a softball league and uh currently in the winter i have recently taken up skiing last year i decided that it was time and that i should learn how to ski and uh, i'm very lucky because there's a ski hill 15 minutes from my house and i get to go and ski quite often which i'm very very grateful for i'm really bad at it right now <laughs> but I really enjoy it. What does really bad mean? Does that mean like crashing down a mountain time and again? No, like I can't do a black diamond. Okay. Um, right. Yeah. No, but that's 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 okay, right? That's. I enjoy it very much though. I really do. From a safety standpoint, I'm just glad to hear, you know, because that seems like a hazardous activity if you don't make pretty meaningful improvement quickly. See, and that's something that I'm, I'm very cautious about in almost everything that I do. So um, helmets are always uh, are always a thing. Shobhita, at the end of every Getting to Know podcast, we ask our guests three specific questions. Those were refreshed here recently. I'm gonna hit you with those right now. The first of which puts you a little on the spot. If I were to ask you to pull up whatever music app that you use up there in London, Ontario, and show us the last song that played on your phone, what would it be? Well, I live in London, Ontario, not Mars, so still Spotify, <laughs> Mike. <laughs> um, so uh, the last song that I played on my Spotify app was Cruel Summer by Taylor Swift. Very nice. Second question for you. What would you put on a billboard if we gave you the funding, location of your choice, billboard message? What would you go with? Um, related to what? Like it could be anything? Any message you want to put into the world with your signature tied to it. Be kind, definitely. And I know it sounds so cheesy, but I think it's just so simple that it gets missed so many times. And especially in the fast-paced world that we live in, we just want things done. But I think if we just do it with kindness, it'll be a lot better for everyone. Tough one to argue, for sure. All right, Shobhita, the last question for you. What would you point to as something that you cannot possibly live without? Uh, that I can't possibly live without? I think my family and friends. I'm, I'm definitely one of those people. I like having people around and I'm very, very lucky to have a great group of people around me. So uh, family and friends. Good answer. 
Shobita, thank you for your time today. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to help us get to know a little bit more about you here on the Getting to Know podcast. Mike, I'm so grateful for this opportunity. This was a really good conversation. I had a really, really good time. So again, thank you very much. And I hope to talk to you soon. All right. I enjoyed it as well. Thanks, Shobita. For those of you in the listening audience, I hope you enjoyed getting to know Shobita. And we'll talk to you again in just a couple weeks.